Hello, folks. We're back. Episode 4, Claude Weekly. I'm Malcolm Fletcher. Alongside is Ben Waterworth. Benny, how you doing? I'm doing great. Sicky, fantastic. How are you? This is uh, another exciting week to be back and uh, Claude Weekly once again. It's a highlight of my week, I'm going to be honest there. Yeah, Claude Weekly's back for the fourth straight week. And today we got a bit of a different episode again. We got another interview. Uh, Jason Fletcher. Jason, how you doing? I'm well, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, pretty excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, just, you know, just Jason, let's start off. Tell me, what do you do for the club? Uh, well, I am the alternate governor, which is a really fancy title saying I'll fill in for Pete when he misses a meeting, which I don't believe he ever has. So it's one of the easiest jobs in the uh, on the team. I'm also a game day volunteer. I run the clock, do some scorekeeping, do some announcing and well, just about anything else that needs happening throughout the uh, game day. I think we're um, avoiding the elephant in the room here, gentlemen, about a certain other role that you have. Uh, do you have any children at all, Jason? Any uh, relation to anyone on this podcast at all? Uh, well, reluctantly, yes. Uh, Sticky is my son. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, and I, I've heard great things about the podcast so far. It must be really disappointing four episodes in to be really dragging the bottom of, of guests and, and whatnot to, to, to have to resort to pulling me into this. Yeah, I think we did allude to the fact that we'd have head coach Brad on this week, but unfortunately, we've had to go with you. So, Sticky, uh, what happened there? Well, we didn't even get the next best thing, but close enough. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll go with that. We will leave that one alone. Now, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting. We're gonna. I want some great, juicy, sticky stories on this show today, but you mentioned alternate governor, essentially. Uh, I mean, do you, outside of taking over from Pete uh, when he misses a meeting or anything like that. Is there anything else that kind of that, that entails when it comes to the involvement in the club? Well, there's a lot that goes into running the club and, and I do tend to step in wherever necessary. Um, not that my um, my ponderings are, are like Pete's in, in that, uh, I, you know, I'll give my opinions on players and whatnot throughout camps, but uh, in the end, it's it's Brad's, Brad's team and Brad's decisions. Uh, he does turn to all the volunteers, actually, that uh, hang around. Uh, I pretty much at almost all the practices and, and, and def- definitely all the games and do attend league meetings. So I sort of have a good pulse, finger on the pulse of what's going on out there. And, you know, it, it, I feel I feel really uh, um, honored that they do ask my opinion once in a while. Take it with a grain of salt. Uh, I'm not, uh, not the uh, genius that some of the other people are in this league. When it came to getting involved uh, on day one, was that through, were you involved before Sticky got involved? Did you get involved because Sticky wanted to get involved? I mean, how did it all come about that you joined the Peninsula Panthers? Interestingly enough, I, I was a golf professional way back when, and uh, the uh, Jake Bryan was the captain of this team, and he worked part-time as a, as a range boy, club cleaner in the back. And I heard him talking about you know the team all the time, and lo and behold, one year, his mother was the billet coordinator, and they needed uh, some some uh, families to house a kid and we ended up getting a, a young fellow named Jamie Gallo friends with us to this day and just because I knew Jake and his mom knew us uh, asked us if we would watch this kid for a little while turned in that he stayed the whole year got injured in the playoffs but then we housed some kids um, well, probably about five or six years We've had a lot of kids go through our house and then escalation as volunteerism is you step in and do more and more so that was between 2010 and 11, kind of when Pete came back, we got involved there. And then it must be a great thing that Sticky wants to get involved or kind of gets involved in the club. And uh, here you are to this day, not only helping out with the team, but seeing Sticky so heavily involved in the team as well. It has been a lot of fun watching him grow up around around the uh, the league and, and this team. 
um, when he was little because uh, 2010 he was you know seven eight years old uh, 10 11 um, he just hung around and marveled at the kids as, as a lot of the kids did at the at the uh, rink and then like he probably said in the second episode or first episode that uh, started being a stick boy and just hanging around more and and now he's he's on the cusp of um, of cracking the squad probably another year away or, or thereabouts but uh, works really hard at the game and it's been fun to watch him learn from these guys and gets to practice and and uh and with them and and that's been a, a great development tool for him as well uh yeah so jay you've been around the team for quite a while now uh, i'm sure that you've dad <laughs> okay dad Just kidding. uh you've been around the team for quite a while now you know 10 years you know you've you've obviously you said you've seen lots of guys come through but let's get to the juicy part tell me what your best you know story is you know you're you're always in the box right and I remember, like, back in the day, the box used to be between the benches. So yes. tell me, like, tell me, like, what were some fights where something crazy happened that you were kind of in the middle of or something like that? Well, one, one story I've told uh, uh, to a few people, and it's actually kind of fun, is, is uh, my counterpart in the box, uh, uh, Ken Charlish, you know, awesome guy. Uh, we call ourselves the most passionate box staff in the, in the entire VIJHL. We, uh, we have some opinions in there, and we are not afraid to voice them. We, we love our hockey team and, and whatnot. But back in the day before the renovation, the, the benches were quite small, and so was the penalty boxes and the timekeepers area. And, and in reality, we were in with the penalty box with no break on either side. We had this uh, – Kenny and I had this little tiny um, table between us, and we had this old-school – um, score clock for up on the on, on the wall and you put all everything was manual like now it's quite automated and you just push some buttons and up it comes we had to push in all the numbers and the penalties and everything on this system and these are back in the days where we'd go through a couple of score sheets or darn close with all the penalties and fights and it was a different game back then and um, they were fun to watch uh, the crowds got a little animated anyways long story short uh, you know as you know in this podcast uh, our rival is Victoria and uh and no love lost there. And one of those games, we got into it. And there was fights and line brawls. And, and I can't remember exactly, but I think there was five or six of our players in this box that was best suited for two at the most. And five or six Victoria Cougars on the other side, which was probably a little bit smaller than our side. And as things go, there was some discussion back and forth amongst the players that was less than cordial. And next thing you know, Sticks are flying and they're up on the bench and they're trying to get at each other through the, through the bench. We have probably 60 minutes worth of penalties in the box at wow. this time. And Iver Udegaard, he was a fella from, I think it was Norway um, back in the day. Big giant of a kid, 6'7", six, 6'8", six, had those longest stick. And he's trying to get his stick over the glass and he hooks onto the time sh- clock and pulls it out of the wall, and the <laughs> clock on the wall goes blank. <laughs> well, it's taken us about 15 minutes to put all these penalties in, and the game has stopped for this whole time. And my biggest fear, I hadn't been in the league that long, is I didn't know that I'd. if you plug it in and it asks you, do you want to start from where you left off, that it'll put everything back in. I have this insane panic that for 15 more minutes, we are going to be having to go through and put all this stuff in. Long story short, we got to um, just plug it back in, tell the machine that it was get to start over. But that's more of my biggest panic and one of the funnier moments that we've had in that box, which I've had a lot over the years. Did, 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 was there a bill sent to uh, Norway, basically, for uh, something along the lines? 
No, I think uh, Ever played a couple years with us and cost him a lot of money to come over here, so we didn't want to get him for a, an old dilapidated <laughs> clock that got replaced with the uh, renovation. What, what do you do in that situation when you're you're in the middle of these players kind of saying that and throwing sticks? Do you <laughs> Is it your place to say, guys, calm down? Are you just enjoying it, I guess? <laughs> well, when it's certain teams, yes, obviously. <laughs> um, and... Does be clear, like, well, there's the rivalry with Victoria. We we dislike all the visiting teams equally. Uh, just me, well, maybe not equally. Uh, one of us has a special place in our heart. Uh, <laughs> but um, we try to stay out of it, uh, but it's pretty hard. Like I said, we're we're passionate. We're the animated bench staff of the – or box staff of the league, I think, anyways. Um, but we do have to tell the kids to cool it sometimes. It gets a little out of control. It's not so bad anymore, but uh, – it's, it's an emotional game for emotional people, as Pete always said. We love to, a lot of Pete-isms out there. So, yeah, we try to try to stay as apolitical as possible in there, but it's hard when you love your team. I also imagine, too, part of the uh, show for the home crowd is, of course, to you know amp them up for the home team, get them excited. So, I mean, it's, it's one of the rare jobs, I guess, you could have where being biased is not necessarily a, a bad thing, particularly when it comes to, say, announcing and things like that, because <laughs> your job is to get people excited and support the Panthers. Oh, absolutely. And we do have a little bit of fun with that, uh, doing the, the goals, assists, uh, penalties and whatnot. Uh, I can tell you right now when Riley Braun or Wart or Spears or anybody scores, it's an animated call. Um, when it's Joe Smith from West Shore, it's more like, and that goal was scored by <laughs> Joe Smith <laughs> at four minutes. And he just and then basically drew a couple of F-bombs and Cougars go like, ah, oh, uh, Cougars scored, yeah. get well, we do get fined for things like that. and uh, How much and, is a fine, though? Can you uh, well, it? it's, it's scaled. Uh, so the first offense is so much. And, uh, I well, put know, me on the mic. I'll, I'll get you a first offense. Well, to get it over, yeah, I we? believe Kenny and I are responsible for what I know of one fine. Um, I, I know our music guy a few years ago got a second fine. Uh, you talk about... Uh, we, we didn't agree with the call. And back then, the music guy would also do the announcing. And uh, we heard... Um, it was a roughing penalty or something uh, that no one agreed with in the building, as is tend to happen in games. And I believe the call was penalty to such and such, two minutes for hitting too hard, and the <laughs> referees didn't really like that too much. So, but wow, I don't think we've been fined too often. It's not something we're super proud of, but. Yeah, it happens from time to time. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's all right if that happens. I'd love to know, obviously we know Sticky's nickname. We, we learned about it a couple of weeks ago here <laughs> on the show. As, as a father who no doubt put a lot of effort into naming his son Malcolm, uh, what does it feel like to then all of a sudden get to a certain point in life where nobody calls him Malcolm and they call him this different nickname? Well, we even call him Sticky at home now. It's really rubbed off. Um, I, I got the biggest kick when I started hearing teachers do it. Um, <laughs> girls, you know, like oh, it's different. Right. No, not not that there's a steady stream of them. I was going to say, yeah. is there like a constant flow going yeah, through the house? Well, Sticky, back this up. What's yeah. going on here? There's always a flow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's as awkward as it was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we want to edit that part out. Uh, no, I, listen to this. I, I don't know. What do you What do you think? Is that a bad thing if your mum listens to this? I think it's you know we can we can start a trend here with uh, Sticky and the ladies. I don't know. Yeah, not making any more comment. Yeah. All right, okay, there Smart we go. Move. No, no his, his name is is kind of stuck. Um, no, he's got a, two older siblings, and one started with A, one started with Z, and we said, well, why not one in the middle? And we liked the name and everything like that, but um, so. There was no significant uh, family meeting, so when he got sticky, and I've called him a lot of other nicknames as, as parents do the kids. Um, 
Can you give us some? Is there any appropriate for this podcast today? Or? I used to call him Oompa Loompa because his hair used to go crazy all the time. <laughs> but he's, he's got a little bit more control over it. Now I'm, I'm putting out all the dirty secrets here. Wow. Okay. This is what we want. We want to know these dirty secrets. And then Sticky, you can share some dirty secrets about your dad too. It works no, both can't. ways. I don't want to walk home. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that far, but I, I appreciate it. Thanks. But I mean, it must, as a dad involved in the team, everything along those lines, you mentioned, of course, that, uh, you know, a year or so away from, from making the team. What would that mean to you as a father to kind of see your son make a team that you have been so heavily involved in now for a decade? Well, it would certainly be like a, a proud moment, um, as any parent would be. I'd be, I'd be uh, more interested to hear um, Sticky's thoughts on that um the one thing about um this team and, and i hope every, most every other team is you got to earn it in in hockey you can't really fake it getting in there um and uh, he's worked hard and i would be very proud of him to do it and like i said uh, we're, he's a realistic kid he knows that you know there's there's much more work to do as as do i but uh if he continues with the work ethic and getting the opportunities that he has had here um, I think you can you can join, and I'd, nothing would make me happier to see him in a Panther uniform for sure. Yeah, well, folks, we've reached that time of the podcast, switching gears just a slight bit, where we have our weekly segment of Cougars Joke of the Week, as well as the Pete Fact. And uh, Benny, take her away. I always like to take it away. We're going to start with the, uh, I think that was a Pete Zabersky fact that I just heard. Now, um, <laughs> Jason, last week, unfortunately... Pete kind of debunked some of these. Now, I was a bit disappointed, but working so closely with Pete, surely you might know, like, maybe he's a bit too humble, doesn't want to admit to these things. Well, that would know. be the first we've heard of. Right. Humble. Okay. Oh, I was trying to go somewhere <laughs> with this. But maybe you can confirm then. Maybe you know sure. some secrets that he's not willing to admit. Um, is it true that when Pete Zabersky entered Tokyo, Godzilla left? Yeah, he... he he did get to Tokyo and Godzilla did have to get out. There was just not enough room for the two of them. Right. <laughs> Touche. Uh, when Pete Zabersky threw a grenade and killed 50 people, um, it then exploded after he killed them. With Yeah, he felt really bad about it, though, yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah nice guy. Uh, is it true that death once had a near Pete Zabersky experience? <laughs> That's that's a distinct possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, maybe uh, I also heard that he can pick oranges from an apple tree and make the best lemonade you've ever tasted. Well, he he does do a lot with a little. Mm. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, well, look, you know, they, they weren't definite nose sticky. I think we, we're going somewhere now with them. Yeah, we're getting closer for sure. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, Dad. Yes. Our uh, our guest every week now is going to read out their Cougar Joke of the Week. Okay. And uh, it's your turn, so uh, there you go. Anyone I want here? Anyone you want. Oh, boy. Uh, we'll just go with the top one. You know, I, I do like how these are not funny. It's it's perfect. Uh, kind of like our show, Jason. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the point, right? Yeah, well, like just present guests included yeah uh what is the difference between frequent flyer miles and the victoria cougars i'm not sure but i'm i'm sure you got an answer for us frequent flyers flyer miles earn points well we're really setting the stage here with that uh yeah that's that's a tough one but anyways victoria cougars you're listening uh we want something to come back at us throw us some shade something we can take it all and uh, we want you to throw something back. 
Now, I just want to double check, Jason. Do these lead to fines? Can we possibly get, like, do we need to make these worse to try and attempt to get our first fine from the VIJHL? Uh, I don't think these would qualify for fines, but it's always important to push the envelope as much as you can. Yeah, push yeah. the limits for sure. See yeah. how far we can take this. Keep it classy. That's exactly. Keep it classy, Sydney. There you go. And let's shift back more into the interview. Sure. Uh, so covered kind of what you do, your, some of your stories, and, you know, you've been around for so long. Um, you told us about that little story there in the box, but let's get a little bit further in depth. Like, do you got anything better? I want to hear the, the tip-top, most secretive <laughs> stuff you got. The Tell us. Around the Panthers or do you, about yourself? Both. No, no. Both. About the Panthers. Like, tell me something. There's, there's not a lot of secrets. Um, you know, uh, you know, bless his heart, Pete just loves to share stories. So um, I think that one of the things that people don't know about the about uh, the group here is, is how much they really do care about the kids. I'm going to just be serious for two seconds. Um, they do really care about the kids and, and the developing them and uh, bringing them in in the, in the local talent. Um, that's not a secret, but I think it gets lost a lot of times because um, – you know, the pressure a lot of times is to, to win at all costs. We definitely want to win. There's not a, not a desire to not do so. But um, absolutely uh, love the fact, and one of the reasons why I've stuck around is is seeing the number of kids come through this organization. Um, great players um, that probably a lot of people haven't heard of, and uh, it's been a lot of fun that way. But as far as deep, dark secrets go, um, that's a tough one. You know, loose lips sink ships. Something about sticky, maybe. Yeah, sticky. Yeah. It won't be anything bad. I'm not making any comments. You're not making any <laughs> comments at all. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you. I do know that um, that one of the fun things that we 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 do every year is is Pete has um, a set a set stories uh, for the award ceremony that becomes slightly longer every year for the same story. So um, if you ever get an opportunity to come out to our awards uh, banquet, come on out and we'll, he'll regale you. I, I look forward to that. And on that note, on the topic that Sticky just brought up, what about secret deep dark Pete stories that you could tell us? Anything that you can share with us today that he would be afraid to be heard on a podcast? <laughs> uh, I can totally sewer him. Um, we did... A few years ago, we did a little road trip, uh, uh, Sticky and, and Pete and I, and, and we were going up to the All-Star game, and it was dark night and pouring rain, and we're trying to find this hotel, and Sticky was pretty young, and this was a, a fun thing, and it was gonna, and we used to say, oh, it's the no-tell motel, you know, what stays, you know, happens on the road stays on the road, and we're trying to find this, this place, I think it was up in Courtney, and, uh, and uh, it's dark, and it's raining, and we're trying to, and, and we're in Kareen's car, his wife's car, and... Uh, we're driving along, driving along, and he says, oh, there's the hotel. We could hardly see it through all the rain. And he just turns. There, there wasn't a, a, a turn lane or, <laughs> or there was a curb and a, a plant and some other things in there. So uh, I'll give you that deep Pete's, Pete's fact that probably that story didn't get it all the way back. Uh, um, I think the Statue of Limitations has gone on that right, one. Okay. But I remember uh, we had a lot of fun that weekend, and, and I think Sticky was probably 10, 12 years old. And uh, Pete, you know, said, okay, whatever happens on the road stays on the road. And the very first thing Malcolm did when he came home was told his mom everything that happens. <laughs> like so, a good son like should, good right? Son I, should. I, I like that. I'd actually just on Sticky, though. I mean, let's let's embarrass him. Sure. Clean his room, you know, tidy no. up, do his chores. I mean, no. you know, what's he like at home? 
Uh, Sticky's all right. Actually, he worked all summer, and uh, he's, he's been off this week because we're getting ready for school, and and uh, he has done nothing for two straight days, and absolutely makes no bones about it when it does happen. Um, he has some of the smelliest hockey gear there is and uh, and doesn't care. And, uh, you know, these aren't, like, nefarious facts or anything like that, but gives a little insight into to Sticky. He... Uh, he will gladly skip cleaning his room, dishes, or any other chore to shoot pucks for hours on end and then come in and say, I really need a rest because I'm tired. And that just, uh, it, it warms the cockles of my heart to hear that. There you go. Anything to uh, recoil, you know, rebut back there with your father? I just think you're uh, a, a slightly dramatic on the topic. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. I can't. I couldn't agree less. Actually, you couldn't agree less. Uh, you know, it's a typical father-son thing. Like when you do nothing for the first fifteen years of your life, and you work really, really hard one summer, you figure you've you know really yeah, killed I'm, it. I'm done. Yeah, done. you're done. Retirement. He did actually. He referred to his last day of work last week as retirement. <laughs> I thought, isn't that isn't that cute? Yeah, I, I retired. I'm done. It's nice to have enough money to pay for hockey for the rest of your life. I'm sensing some real tension in no. the room here. I don't know what's going on here. Um, Jay, it's really exciting. I mean, we, we joked the other week about sort of getting some of the players, you know, grandparents mm. on and things like that. And, uh, you know, sort of to have you here to, to talk about Sticky and everything. I mean, could you ever imagine that he'd be hosting a, a podcast one day? Was this something you saw in his future one time? Uh you know, uh, I didn't think of podcasts because when, when uh, he was born, I don't even think they were around. But um, I have seen some things. Uh, Sticky has a, a level of confidence. I think it comes from being around hockey and and this team and these players. And the girls. Years, and the girls, for sure. And, you know, last year or two years ago uh, on his baseball team, he won the talent contest with a stand-up comedian uh, routine. No, no, I just, I just interrupted okay, you there. Yeah, I, I want to know. disappoints me hearing those jokes. Uh, well, well, I mean, like, can you give us a taste here? I feel like one of these episodes I'm going to get Sticky to do a stand-up routine. But I want to hear, like, as a father, did you were you aware what he was going to say? Was this all surprise? Like, what were you thinking when he did this? Well, we had a lengthy drive. It was in Kelowna that the, that the team was going up to. And what happens on a lot of sports teams, and this was a ball ball game uh, team for for that matter but uh, hockey teams do the same thing and they have little team building things and this during this trip we were driving up to Kelowna and he was writing on a piece of paper and and uh, you know and looking up jokes on on his phone and things like that and then he started talking about it and we sort of said oh that would be funny or yeah, I would do that one instead of the other one and as a parent you know you know these things are a bit of a gong show you know kids jump up and they, they scream and yell a song because they're going to lip sync it or whatever and but he actually took it pretty serious. So, you know, preparation is everything. He, he worked it on his way up there. So I could see a glimpse of that um, as far as podcasts and, and how well this is going. I've heard some great things. I've listened to them all. I'm, I'm, I'm duly impressed with, uh, with, with how it's coming about. So it doesn't surprise me that it's successful, but uh, I could have never envisioned it. But I, I saw his his flair for a little bit of entertainment uh, over the years. Well, I'm glad that there's one funny person on this podcast, Dickie. Well, you, he hasn't you, proved it yet. Well, yeah, I mean, true. I mean, I write the jokes, so, so maybe next week you can write the jokes, Dickie, and perhaps that'll be funny for once. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll write the weeks, or, sorry, I'll write the jokes next week, and uh, they'll, they'll be pretty funny, and uh, <laughs> Cougars will respond, and uh, once you guys respond, there will be some shots back. 
That's all I'll say. Wow, that's a, he's throwing down the gauntlet. I, I'm actually really intrigued to see how much they're going to filter down to the ice, perhaps, you know, like a quick little flick goal by the Cougars and they're just going to, you know, kind of do some trash talk. Like, who's laughing now or yeah, something? No, like. I, I can see it. So you always have to be able to back it up. So there you go. All right. Well, we're going to keep doing them and keep backing them up and, and you know, bring it on, Cougars. That's all I say. <laughs> and, and when Cougars Weekly starts and you want to throw some Panthers jokes at us, then do it because you know shots fired that's the way it goes uh one final thought for you today jason season we obviously you know are still in sort of this pattern right now waiting for it to happen uh you're hopeful hopeful to see the guys back on the ice soon hopeful to see a a season kind of uh, at this stage of uh the current pandemic what are you what are your hopes for a season upcoming I'm hoping for a season. Um, any any um, type of season will be better than nothing. I think um, the kids need it. The, the people around the teams need it in the league. Um, you know, spectators when we can get some in uh, uh, need need this outlet and sort of get back to some sense of our normalcy. We know that thing, things are going to be changed. Um, I look forward to uh, the season. We we had some meetings over the last couple of weeks, and it's looking like um, our season is going to be starting in the next three-ish weeks or so. It's not finalized, but a lot of work still to be done, but we've been breaking into cohorts. Um, and so there'll be some announcements on that coming out right away. Um, I'm excited for the players. We, you know, we, we really had, uh, I think we had a special group last year. Uh, we, we are missing those eight 20 year olds that, you know, went on and one or two other players, but I think that the core is, is still here. Um, a lot of these guys have been with us for three, four years. Um, you know, eight, nine, ten. Bron Lingard and Wart. We really want to see them wrap up this this final season. Bron, Bron's a year younger, but but I really want to see them one more time. Uh, um, they're just I, I love watching them, and I love calling goals and assists for that those guys. And and we we were deeper than I think we even were last year. Um, the guys that were one or two years in last year are now two and three years in, and. Uh, that much bigger, that much stronger, that much more wiser, and and so I think I think uh, the, there's going to be some really good teams in the league this year, um, and I think we're going to be one of them. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do. Uh, I want to I want to have that a screen with lots of hi- uh, Panther highlights this year. Fingers crossed that yeah. it is only a few weeks away. That will obviously be very exciting. It has been a pleasure to have you here on the show. Learn some more about yourself, more about Sticky. I'm sure we'll get you back on the show again. One thing that I think would be fun is maybe each week we during the season we can we can give you a word of the week that if you can fit in some sort of an announcement that oh, you, you get maybe like a bonus point or I don't that know. would be awesome. And I think we make it like maybe the most Australian word I can think of so that that makes it even, you know, if you get up there and you go, that goal was like a car and a servo or something like that and people will go, what is he talking about? But I weirdly like it. Didgeridoo, things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Hugh Jackman reference here and a Steve Irwin reference there. I don't know. Crikey, what a goal or something like that. You know, like, why not? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I welcome the challenge. And right. I'm already, my, my brain's already ticking on that one. And really sorry I, could, I didn't give you more on Sticky, but I didn't, you know, you're four episodes in. I didn't want to. Don't want to blow it all at once, wanna, right? If if I do have the opportunity to come back, which I hope I do one of these times, we can uh, we can maybe give you a little bit more on the kid. We'll, we'll check our calendar to make sure we can fit you in. Well, apparently it's pretty open if four in you got me. So <laughs> yes, but yeah. I, I appreciate well, you having me, and that was great. That you were right at the bottom of the Rolodex. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna hand this over to Sticky to close it off the interview with you, close off this week's show. But uh, from myself, pleasure to chat with you, and uh, thank you for your time on Claude Weekly, and let your son close out this uh, episode. 
Well, folks, thanks, Jay. Thanks, Benny. It was a, it was a hell of a time out there today. See you next week. Bye.